Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome, everybody. I am the Village Elliot, the Oracle of Cleveland, as I'm sometimes also known. I'd like to talk to the United States Congress today. I have a proposal. I'm still, you know, I'm a Cleveland Browns fan, and I'm still kind of upset that the Cleveland Browns had to move all the way to Baltimore, and it wasn't because the fans wanted the Browns to move to Baltimore. The Baltimore fans didn't want their team to move to become the Indianapolis Colts. That was the agenda of a rich millionaire, multiple rich millionaires, had nothing to do with ordinary fans. That did not serve the national interest. That was a social upheaval. There was a social cost to these kind of moves. Same thing, the Cleveland Rams, the world champion Cleveland Rams, who the Browns will play this week in Los Angeles, those Cleveland Rams moved to Los Angeles in 1946. Then they moved to St. Louis for several years, moved back to Los Angeles, and they expect fan support throughout all these moves and they disrupt the lives of the fans who they touched while they were there. There were families who grew up loving those teams, building relationships with the players and coaches. They really care about those teams. So Congress, I'm telling you that there is a social cost and a social upheaval And it isn't right for just ordinary people to bear the cost. It should be the people who are benefiting who must bear part of that cost. And for that reason, plus the fact that the United States Treasury definitely needs the money, and I ain't got it, nobody that I know has enough money to spend taxes at the rate that would actually pay for the debts that are being incurred on a daily basis by the United States of America. So I think there should be a tax on sports franchises that elect to move from one city to another. I don't think they should be allowed to do it. I can see that there could be a benefit 
when a team moves from, let's say, Boston's Fenway Park to Foxborough, Massachusetts, which isn't that far away, and they got a bigger stadium out of the deal, that kind of makes sense to me. And uh, same with the uh, Jets and the Giants moved to New Jersey because they couldn't figure out where they would locate a football stadium within the city confines of New York. That arguably might have been the right move to serve their market, and it's still driving distance from New York City. Um, I'm not sure that I agree that the Brooklyn Dodgers should have moved to Los Angeles. I'm not sure that the New York Giants should have moved from New York to San Francisco. Those moves, even though they occurred, man, it's been, what, almost 80 years? Those are still historic franchise shifts, and the pain of those shifts is still felt today. There are still people who talk about the Brooklyn Dodgers, Jackie Robinson, breaking the color line in baseball in uh, Brooklyn Dodgers, and that team no longer exists. Plus, it doesn't make any sense. The original name of that team was the Trolley Dodgers. There aren't any trolleys in Los Angeles, and there never were. Let's get serious. So, uh, there is a societal damage and penalty that needs to be paid for. And I think that the amount of money that the owners should be responsible for should be pretty hefty. If they're going to make billions of dollars by moving franchises, then the fee that they must pay should be in the range of at least hundreds of millions of dollars and uh, it should be done at the federal level, not at the state level. Why? Because if it is at the state level, then some states are going to steal franchises by not passing a tax and saying, hey, we don't have a tax, so come be in our state. And that will actually increase franchise stealing rather than decreasing it. So it has to be something that's uniform from state to state and city to city. Otherwise, it simply isn't going to work. So the, this has to be passed as a law by our Congress, much though Congress hates to pass laws these days, and they just like to have the president do everything by executive order, but okay, I'm getting off track. Congress, you can do this. This can be a bipartisan effort. It can raise revenue. The owners have the money, trust me on this. I, I'm sure that they do. Now, what's the immediate objection going to be? Somebody is going to say, Elliot, you idiot. What's going to happen is that the owners are simply going to raise ticket prices and cover their expenses that way. And I'm calling that bluff. Whoever says that doesn't know a thing about economics because you can't simply arbitrarily raise revenue by increasing prices. If that were true, then everybody would make the same amount of money as like the New York Giants or San Francisco 49ers. Uh, could Cleveland just raise its ticket prices to the same level as those teams? Well, yes, they could, 
but people wouldn't fill the stadium, would they? They'd say, man, that's too much money to see the Browns. I'm not sure that we're going to pay that. Let's go to a movie instead. What do you say? So the ticket price is controlled by supply and demand. Hello, supply and demand. It is not the whim of the owner. They cannot dial up whatever revenue they want. So don't tell me that they're going to just increase the ticket price in order to compensate for whatever tax is placed upon them by the United States Congress. That is not true. That is so not true. Don't fall for that argument because it's, it's a lie. Any economist will tell you that the ticket price is supply and demand. Don't think for a minute that the owners are giving you a break and holding the ticket price artificially low so that you can go to the stadium and that they'll just, oh, well, we're not going to keep them low anymore. We're going to let them rise to their natural level so that we can cover our franchise movement tax. That is not the truth. The truth is they're already trying to optimize their revenue and make every buck that they can. The only thing that limits the ticket price right now is supply and demand. If your team goes to the playoffs the next year, they will raise their ticket prices because the perception is that that ticket will have more value. If you have a bunch of losing seasons in a row, your ticket will not be worth as much. Your franchise will not be worth as much. You can look it up in Forbes, teams that have you know, big cities you know, like Dallas and Los Angeles and New York, those cities. Those franchises are worth more money and they have a larger fan base and the tickets are already at a higher level than smaller market teams. This is not rocket science. I am a rocket scientist and I assure you that, that the, the uh, threat of raising ticket prices because of a federal tax on franchise movement is hollow, empty, it is not true. All right, so I, what I think is, in other words, that if you do want to move your team, if you want to go to, let's say, London, England, Berlin, Germany, I think that there will be some football teams that move. Might even be the Cleveland Browns, who knows? They've moved enough teams out of Cleveland. Um, you know, I think you should be allowed to do it. It shouldn't be so punitive that it's impossible, but there should be a cost to moving a franchise that makes you think twice about doing it. It shouldn't be just at the whim of the owner and no regard for the, uh, the impact that it has upon the fan base or the city with whom they've developed a relationship with over the years. There are a lot of businesses that depend upon the existence of a football team, let's say, or it could be baseball, could be basketball, could be hockey, could be whatever pro sport. Soccer is coming on, man, too. But anyway, uh, those teams have a relationship with the city, a relationship with the small businesses that sell concessions, that sell souvenirs, uh, T-shirts, all these things have a relationship that has been built over a period of years and you can't simply just shut it off and go shuffle off to a new city 
and leave those businesses behind and say, oh, well, no harm, no foul. There is harm and there is a foul, and I'm calling a technical on ownership. You have to pay the penalty for the technical foul, and the penalty must be imposed at the national level. It should be a bill in Congress, and the amount of money that's paid by moving the franchise should be very, very substantial because we're talking about, in many cases, franchises that are worth in the range of billions of dollars. It's not even millions of dollars, it's billions in some cases, and franchises should not move just by the whim of a, a rich owner. Uh, we've seen that in Cleveland too many times. Uh, fans will disagree with me, but I think that Cleveland is just as vulnerable as any other city. Uh, people didn't think that uh, their franchise, the Cleveland Bulldogs, was ever going to move. Well, guess what? They did move. They moved to Detroit for one year, and then they got bought out by the New York Giants, and that roster got absorbed into the New York Giants. So if you're ever wondering what happened to the Cleveland Bulldogs, the world champion Cleveland Bulldogs, they wound up as part of the New York Giants. And New York Giants, your team is 50% Bulldogs. I'm sorry to lay that one on you, but it's true. Um, the Nobody thought that the Cleveland Rams would ever leave, and certainly not after winning a world championship, but they did. That was a competition, really, between investment groups, and the Rams lost out. They were in the smaller league park on the east side of Cleveland. And the Cleveland Browns came in in 1946 with a better package and got a deal for the Municipal Stadium. Paul Brown and the Cleveland Browns were born that year. And so the Rams started playing in Los Angeles in 46, and the Cleveland Browns played in Cleveland Municipal Stadium that same year. How about that? So it's happened more than once. There have been other franchises that I didn't even mention that played in Cleveland. Uh, Jim Thorpe, by the way, also played in Cleveland for another franchise uh, that was not related to the baseball team, but it carried the name Cleveland Indians because three of its members really were Native Americans. Uh, Jim Thorpe played most of his career in Canton, but he also played in Cleveland uh, one year near the end of his career and played two more years out of uh, a small town in, in Marion, Ohio. But you didn't know that. But yeah, he's an Ohio player for sure. All right, so that concludes what I have to say. Uh, you can argue with me all you want. That would be great. But let's pass this on to members of Congress. I'm asking every football fan that cares about their team to send this to their congressperson, let them know that this is a good idea, that they need to pass some legislation. I don't think it should prohibit the movement of franchises, but it should definitely uh, inhibit movement of franchises, make the owners think twice before they really decide to do it. Uh, this is a, something that we've got to slow down. We would like to build relationships with the franchises that uh, inhabit our town and not have these things be dashed to pieces. I don't want to have uh, anybody else's
nobody should experience what we experienced in Cleveland when the Browns moved in 1995 it was wrong and it was only because of business deals that had nothing to do with fans That concludes what I had to say. Everybody have a great day, and God bless America.